people, we are all the way up and you know what it is. It's another Wednesday with your boys on The Faction. That's right, and I'm not by myself. I have the father and the founder of The Faction. He's not the father of The Faction. He's the father of Jackson and Jordan with me. Brother GB, what's happening, fam? What's going on, good brother? How are you, man? You know what? I'm. I, my, my apologies. And the new commentator for Southern Honor Wrestling, GB. How are you, GB? Thank you, sir. I appreciate that, man. I'm I'm doing fantastic, and it's been a week and a half since you know this appointment with Southern Honor, and it just feels downright amazing. I've got to tell you, um, they've been dropping you know new clips uh, almost daily from um, SHW 15, and uh, it's. It was it was incredible to actually be there calling it. It's even crazier to hear the playback. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. What what was crazy to me is that of course Clack and I knew that you had the goods, and if you listen to the show, you know GB is a walking wrestling encyclopedia, and so to hear you is like a fish in water. You were so natural. Wow. It was just it was just an incredible show. Thank you, man. And it's just you know most people won't believe. You know, A, that that was my very first time And B, that was, you know, literally I got to the show 30 minutes before Not knowing I'd be doing commentary So it's really, it's really crazy It's really nuts So I'm just grateful, I'm really grateful Man, and we also got the mouth of the south Mr. Two Cities with us Mr. Brandon J. Clack, what's happening? Man, I, I'm doing good, but I'm going to take my 45 seconds to really, really celebrate GB. And uh, not just because he's my friend and my brother, but I was so encouraged because what the audience does not see or hear behind the scenes is his tireless day in and day out preparation for something he had no clue that was around the corner. Wow. And uh, I know we're going to get into some deep foolishness here in a few minutes. But if I could just reach for a throwback and clack attack this moment really quick. Please do. Please be like GB and please prepare for something that looks like it's never on the way. You never know who's listening, who's watching. And uh, that was a very proud moment for me, wow. even though GB definitely did all the work. <laughs> right. <laughs> I felt like I felt like I won, too. Now, yeah. I'm going to tell you all something kind of embarrassing. When GB calls the matches, I get my phone up. I put on my headphones and I called him mugs with him. Wow. I'm, I'm right there. Wow. That's right, GB. Now, he don't ever answer back, but you, you ain't going to leave me behind. Wow. Let me get my skills up in case somebody call me. Wow. Listen, you, we never know when Connecticut's going to call. You, you know, so a couple of interesting things. I've been shocked by how many people have already been making statements, you know, publicly and privately, like WWE is on the way. And I'm just like, wait, hold on. Like, I, I want to enjoy this. Like, I, you know, for me, I'm not trying to rush to the next thing. I'm trying to really just enjoy all of this. And whenever whatever happens, happens, I'm okay with it. But I want to salute you guys because you guys were with me literally in the moment as things were happening. And I don't know that people understand, you know, we're just give us a second. I know this is a wrestling thing, but just give us a second. Um, 
to me what's valuable is when I think about you know the guy who was paralyzed who couldn't get to Jesus um, he had his brothers his friends who actually had the faith for him and they were there supporting him and they were the ones who got him up on top of the building and dug the hole and lowered him in you know and so for as much as I've wanted to do this it couldn't have been done without a this platform of the faction um, without you brothers to be able to have the conversation with on a regular basis and then what people don't understand is we are brothers outside of this so uh, to be able to have these moments and to be able to share them and for you guys you know as much as you travel and as busy as you are to be there with me and for me in the moment as it was happening was just something I'll never ever ever forget you guys need uh, brothers like this to be able to literally text in the moment like literally I told you guys last week the story of how it happened but when I'm walking with the booker to his car i'm texting these guys going oh my god this is about yeah. to happen and you know they did not waste any time in terms of supporting um and being there and you know it just it just is something that you know you can't do by yourself so you know as much as many may think it's a win for me it's a win for all of us um because if you guys weren't there you know we wouldn't be at this moment so thank you well said the world saluting you the faction world is saluting you and we can't wait to see what 2020 holds for gb in southern honor wrestling well if you missed last week you missed a really good show gb talked about that we discussed some other things but we kind of have a little bit of a doozy for you this week oh yeah we plan to take the gloves off here's what we got welcome to episode 194 of the faction right here on Bonafide Radio. We're just going the best of 2019. Top male wrestler, top female wrestler, top tag team, top promotions, top moments, top new items, top everything. We're just gonna do everything with a love on top, 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 like Beyonce said. But we'll kick things off with the Undisputed Airs theme song by CFO. You're listening to The Faction on Bonafide Radio. That is radio the way it's supposed to be. You know it's the Mac Militant. Come and get it on. Hey, what's up, players? This is Teddy Dawn, and you're listening to The Faction on Bonafide Radio. And that's real talk, player. Holla, holla, holla. Shock the system.
are the faction. One, two, three. Yo, it's not a faction without the facts, son. Welcome back to the Faction Powered by Bonafide Radio. You were just listening to Undisputed. That's the Undisputed Era's theme music, CFO. GB, give us some wrestling news. All right, so I've got to say, you know, certainly we could talk about all three of the pay-per-views that took place over the weekend, but I kind of covered it on quick hits, and I really felt like we needed to devote the entire show to what I like to call our best of 2019. Now, in times past, we've done the Faction Awards. In times past, we've written articles. But I thought it would be a great moment for us to have a discussion about the top moments of the wrestling year 2019. Now, it's been an absolutely massive year. Um, I can't wait to see what we come up with in terms of the categories we're looking at. Uh, Everything from top wrestlers, male and female, to top tag team, top moments, top news items, etc. It's all going to happen. So the rules are we're going to go to each person. Each person's going to give their top five list in a particular category. Um, And then after all of us have given our top fives, Uh, In those categories, then we'll give everybody a 60 second period to kind of poke holes, ask questions, etc. And we'll give everybody an opportunity to have a 30 second response or so. We'll see how much of this we get into. And if a discussion becomes a discussion, I may let it ride because that's just kind of what we do. We are built and born for these moments. So we're going to start big. Let's start big. Let's start with our top Five male wrestlers of 2019. Now, this could go across any promotion across the world. It can be for whatever criteria you have, because I'm sure all of us will have slightly different criteria for what we have as our top five. And uh, Clack, let's start this exercise with your top five. You can do it, you know, five to one, one to five, or if you don't have any particular order, that's fine too. All right, number five. Finn Balor, number four, Seth Rollins, number three, Cody Rhodes, number two, Kenny Omega, and number one, because he is just just unmovable in my eyes, The Fiend. Whoa, what a shocking list from from Brandon Clack, wow. Okay. I mean, I I, I feel like Al Pacino. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, tell me your list again. I'm trying to remember it. Tell me your list again. Number five, Finn Balor. Okay. Number four, Seth Rollins. Okay. Number three, Cody Rhodes. Okay. Number two, Kenny Omega. Okay. And number one, The Fiend. All right. Courtney, your opportunity, your top five. Top five in no particular order. Cody Rhodes, Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, Seth Rollins, and Kofi Kingston. Mr. Five-Year Deal. Interesting list. Wow. Oh, boy. All right. Here's my list in no particular order. Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, Kazuchika Okada, John Moxley, and last but not least, Bray Wyatt. Interesting lists here. Um, Anyone want to start in terms of either defending or poking holes? 
I'm I'm shocked that Clack and I have Cody and you don't. And I'm shocked that you don't have the thing. Like, what is wrong with you? Who me? Yeah, you. Yeah, I you. started to I, I started to choose the fiend, but for me it came down between him and Kofi, and I had to go with Kofi because I think what Kofi did this year was huge, and Kofi had a great run of matches leading up to that. Let's be honest, you chose Kofi because of the obvious reasons. I did not choose him because yes, he is tall. Yes, you did uh, because he's part of the day. What pushed you over? No, no, no. It it, it really isn't because because listen. Bray Wyatt is basically like a brother. He's dating a sister. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so, but, but, but no, I felt like Kofi's run. I remember the feeling I had at Mania when he won. I remember the feeling I had the weeks leading up when he was doing all those gauntlet matches just to get into the running. The fact that he wasn't supposed to be inside of the title hunt, but Ali got injured. Kofi gets inserted. And it's because Kofi had a great match over in the UK with somebody. And all of a sudden, Kofi has a good run. Now, I didn't like him as champion for a long time, but I thought Kofi did his thing. Interesting. Now, one could argue that Kofi Kofi has held a belt for most of 2019. There's no question about that, um, whether it be the world title or the tag title. I'm interested to hear how Brandon feels Bray Wyatt is in the top five. Well, I have Bray Wyatt in my top five, too. Clack, you go ahead because I have my reasons. Well, I want to hear yours. How is he not in the top five? The dude has completely reinvented himself and is literally the savior of all wrestling if it were not for bray wyatt and his controversy and his legit fear we would be absent of a phenom if it were not so i would not have told you so i don't believe you well I'll, let Are me you kidding? let me add to the bray wyatt piece bray wyatt uh was missing in action for the first quarter of 2019 when he returned, he had the most talked about promos in the business. We did not understand what was going on with this Firefly Funhouse. We thought that they sold Bray up the river and turned him into Mr. Rogers. Instead, I remember the moment on Monday Night Raw when we very first, the first time we saw The Fiend, and we all went, what the H is that? It was amazing. Yeah. It was incredible. And let me tell you something that Bray Wyatt has done that none of the other wrestlers on all of our lists have done. Bray Wyatt is undefeated in 2019. He has not mm. lost a match. Bray wow. Wyatt deserves to be on this top five list. He brought something to the wrestling business that we have not seen. He was the true counter to me in terms of personalities to all of the hubbub and buzz that AEW brought. Um, he's the one thing that AEW can't counteract. They're trying right now with the Dark Order, but that, you know, they're just trying to build that. Uh, Bray Wyatt is an entity into himself. And as I mentioned on Quick Hits, Bray Wyatt has done something again that nobody else has done. Everybody who encountered Bray Wyatt this year left changed. Finn Balor yeah. at SummerSlam. He left and now he's in NXT, about to get an NXT title shot tonight. Seth Rollins loses the Universal Championship and then is reborn and now has a part of AOP. Daniel Love Seth now. Daniel Bryan who before Seth Rollins, or before uh, The Fiend, was uh, the guy who was talking about, you know, saving the planet. 
All of a sudden, he encounters Bray Wyatt. The Yes Movement is reborn. He cuts his hair, and now the American Dragon comes back. Everybody who now encounters he, he, Bray Wyatt is different and better because of it. He looks like Daniel Orange Cassidy right now. <laughs> but he was he was Orange Cassidy before Orange Cassidy was Orange Cassidy. But Orange Cassidy is much cooler than Daniel Bryan could ever be. Doesn't matter. Daniel Bryan is on the mend, and it's because of Bray Wyatt. And think about this. Bray Wyatt took The Miz from a floundering 2019 and put Miz in a match with a champion to end the year. Yep. Bray facts. Wyatt definitely belongs in facts. the top five. So do, 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 do we come up with a, a full culmination of a faction top five? Well, it's certainly well. It's interesting because uh, did any of us have anybody uh, on all three of our lists? Uh, did Kenny Kenny made a uh, clax list, right? Kenny was yeah, on your Kenny's list. Kenny's on mine. List. He wasn't on mine, and I have my reasons why Kenny's not on mine. Do we all have Cody? I don't have Cody. Wow. Do you have Do you have Seth? I don't have Seth. Wow. Hey. Finn. <laughs> I don't have Finn, and I love Finn. Yeah, then we, we don't have anybody because Courtney doesn't have the team. But Courtney has Adam Cole. I ain't got yeah, no Adam I, Cole. So, all right. Adam Cole's the one with the wolf on his, on his thigh. Adam Cole is the leader of the Undisputed Era. So here's, guys, why I have an issue with Kenny Omega being on this list. Now, Kenny Omega began the year as the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Lost the title at Wrestle Kingdom to, of course, uh, the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Everybody then wonders the bidding war. Will he show up at WWE or AEW? He shows up at AEW. And everybody kind of thinks he should be the next. Well, wait, wait, wait. He put up a Southern Honor. He showed up at Southern Honor. Well, he did show up at Southern Honor. He showed up at Southern Honor after announcing he'd be at AEW, but he showed up there in his match getting ready for uh, Jericho. Everybody kind of figured Kenny Omega would become the AEW World Champion. Kenny Omega has had the most losses this year than he's had in the last three years. So I can't put him on this top five. But Kenny's had some great matches, though. But Kenny, okay, but Kenny has lost to Chris Jericho. Kenny has yeah, lost but I, to Pat. Right. Be, be, because of the state of wrestling, I cannot count a loss against a wrestler. My thing is, did you put on a quality performance? What? And did everyone look great in the match? Wait, let me just say this. Kenny Omega should be, and this is where this is, this is the tension in, in, your, in your words. Kenny Omega was the top star in Japan, and not just that, was the top star in the world. Last year, he was number one on the PWI 500 list. He was nowhere close to that this year. Kenny Omega should have come in and been the AEW world champion if you're looking to build stars. Instead, he couldn't get it done, couldn't win the matches, and eh, 2019 was not his year. It was not I his year. I don't know, G. Uh, we we, we, know we both have Kenny. Year. We well, both have Kenny on the list, so that means he has to make the list. Now, see, no, no. Well, he has to, but I, I do it under duress. D I do, do it under, it under duress. duress. All right, who's, Put him who's, up there. who's the fifth guy? I mean, I guess you guys had had the find up there. No, Bray Wyatt's already here. So right now, the four guys on our collective list would be Adam Cole, Bray Wyatt, oh. Cody Rhodes, and Kenny Omega. Who's the fifth man? And Clack and I had Seth. Clack and I both oh. have Seth. Yeah. You just hate this entire list. No, I don't hate the entire list. 
and I and I actually can make a case for Cody Rhodes, and his case would be more outside of the ring than inside of the ring, but a, a case could be made nonetheless. I mean, we, we both had Cody, both Clack and I both had Cody. No, I'm, I'm so okay somebody- with Cody being on this list. Um, I just, I mean, and you could argue. I mean, Seth Rollins, he's from a wrestling perspective. You could make the argument he's the only man to beat Brock Lesnar twice in a calendar year. Um, he he won the title at WrestleMania and SummerSlam. He had a bang up year, you know, leading in the Royal Rumble, uh, going an hour and change. Like you can make all these cases for Seth. I mean, I you know, you know, I, uh, okay, under duress. I still think John Moxley should be on the list, but. So be it. I'll I'll, I'll acquiesce. I'll yeah. John Moxley, John Moxley, and Clack's not going to agree. John Moxley has had a really stellar year. He's he definitely an honorable mentor. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's consider this. He goes to New Japan Pro Wrestling, and his first match wins the U.S. title. Never got beat for that championship, by the way. Then he shows up in AEW. I mean, who in the world has done that? Shown up in two of the hottest promotions at the same time. John Moxley Max. and and Max. got the uh, the most amazing send off from WWE. I-
I would argue in WWE history. Was my number oh, four. Oh, you did? He was number four. Oh, sweet. Yeah. All okay, right. cool. So now we have two spots to fight over, and I don't think I heard those same two names on either list because you had Charlotte, Becky, Shayna, and who else did you have on yours? Uh, oh, you had Awesome Kong, Clack, and who was the fifth person? Yep. Uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. And there could be an argument. Courtney, man. who'd you have? My my two that weren't missing, but that weren't mentioned. I'm really shocked. GB is uh, 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 Ronda Rousey. Not so much shocked with that one, but I'm very shocked you didn't choose Tessa well, Blanchard. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I I think you know. First of all, if we're Tessa's gonna, had a great year, if we're, if we're gonna argue, I definitely think Tessa had a great year. I think Tessa, um, I forgot about Tessa. And I think I forgot about her because most of her time was spent in either Impact or WOW. But what she did in Impact and WOW is both very significant. She was actually the WOW Women's World yeah. Champion. On top of that, on Impact, she was uh, a part of the first ever main event involving a woman um, where she took on uh, Sammy Callahan. And she is currently the number one contender for the Impact World Championship. The exactly. male World Championship. She- she she had that hardcore match with him, mm-hmm. uh, and just yesterday I saw her jump out of a van in the streets of New York and attack him. Yeah, I, I mean Tessa Tessa's on the list. I, I I I listen. I just made a case. I'm okay with putting Tessa on the list. So now we got room for one more. Matter of fact, awesome dr- call. dream match: Charlotte versus Tessa. Who you got? Oh my God, have mercy. Charlotte's going to mop the floor with her. Yeah, but absolutely. my God, what a match but that see, would. And guess what? You don't need no stipulations either, fam. No. Guys, no, just let them go. It's not a dream match. It is a the dream, dream match. dream match is Charlotte and Awesome Kong. No way. No way. No oh, way. Yes. Kong would murder awesome, Charlotte. First of all, That's awesome, the dream Kong, match. awesome Kong has 20 years' experience in this business. Awesome That's Kong. That's why it's a dream match. Well, well, but Awesome Kong isn't the Awesome Kong of old. And Awesome Kong being in AEW with their lackluster women's division doesn't really do her any justice. I would want to see her. Oh, God bless you. That's Awesome Kong she's calling, calling right now. She's calling Sorry. right now. She's calling We're in trouble. I got something to say. It, or so, maybe Miss Jacqueline saying, "Why didn't she make the list?" So you, so you're, you're, you're suggesting Clack. You're so let me. Okay, I'm sorry, Clack. You want Awesome Kong on the list? Make your case for Awesome Kong. Uh, you already did. Twenty year vet, and she is a gigantic woman who's able to be agile enough and consistent enough in her body of work to remain relevant. Only problem is she's in a sucky organization. Watch your mouth, fat boy. Um, uh, do you have anybody else you'd like to put on the list, Courtney, from your list? Uh, the only other person I had was Ronda because I thought Ronda had a great road to WrestleMania. Ronda was an every week champion. She fought every week. She went with it when the crowd turned on her. She had some great mic work and she dropped the title like a real wrestler should do. Well, let's remember. You said she had some great mic work? Yeah, when she turned heel and she came out and said, you all suck and then start kicking everybody in the gut. Well, I thought that was awesome. Let me say this. I think Ronda's shining moment was the go-home show uh, before WrestleMania when the three of them had the spot where they ended up in the cop car and she kicks out the, the window and they got arrested. Oh, that was man. a great moment. That, that was a great moment. That was a great moment. That may be one of the top moments of the year it right there. It was a great moment. But let me say this. Uh, she disappeared after WrestleMania. 
Okay, so we only got one quarter in this year of Ronda Rousey. Meanwhile, there was a Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley became the first this year at the top of the year, the first ever NXT UK Women's Champion by defeating Tony Storm, the woman who won the last May Young Classic. She held that belt for most of the year, and then she came over to NXT and is mopping the floor with people. Who can forget her absolutely groundbreaking performance at the Women's War Games, where she single-handedly won War Games by defeating Shayna Baszler and then turned around the next night and led her team to defeat both the Raw and SmackDown women's teams. And tonight she's gearing up on a huge NXT show to get the title shot against Shayna Baszler. I think we've watched in 2019 the birth of a star and to watch it from start to finish in 2019 to me that is incredibly impressive at the end of this year more people are talking about real ripley than they are ronda rousey real ripley belongs on the list so basically what you guys are saying is that you're gonna go with me with ronda i just said yeah real over ripley, goes- ripley for sure are you kidding me <laughs> He said over a Ripley. Are you? I thought, whatever that listen, Rhea Ripley's dope. She's incredible. But I still don't think that, I I, I don't think her back end of the year touches Ronda's road to WrestleMania. First of all, let's leave, let's leave Rhea's, let's leave Rhea's ample back end alone. All right, let's leave that alone. That's not what I meant. Praise the Lord. That's not what I meant. But it's what you said. That's what you said. You said she has an ample back end. Uh, it is what he meant. Because he never he says anything he doesn't mean. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't Just admit it. He doesn't get Ripley's back in. He doesn't waste her he doesn't waste his million words a year. Wait a minute, are y'all talking about me? I yes, are you. y'all talking about me? Yes, you. Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Wanda Rousey's road to WrestleMania. You guys are morons. Ronda No, here's the thing. I mean, I respect Ronda Rousey's opportunity to leave the organization to go and be a mother or at least pursue motherhood. I totally respect that. And I think she had an incredible year from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. The problem is this isn't best of year from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. It's best of 2019, January to December. And we only got Ronda January to March. Dare I say April 1st. So with that said, we've watched a consistent rise with a Rhea Ripley becoming the top of the NXT UK women's division, then becoming really the top of the NXT women's division, then going on and leading on the charge to beat up Raw and SmackDown. And let's just acknowledge it. Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, great rosters, but none of them could pull off a War Games and then turn around and do a Survivor Series match 24 hours later. Ronda, uh, Rhea Ripley did it and won in both matches. So to me, Rhea belongs on the list, and her body of work this year is far more impressive than what Awesome Kong has done. I think we may have to let the fans... What what organization is Rhea Ripley in? NXT. Oh, then yeah, let's add her in. Take out somebody else that's not a part of WWE. Thank you. We take out Awesome Kong. There it is. There we go. Awesome Kong can go out. Awesome Kong can go. Rhea Ripley... Makes the list. So our top five women yeah. of 2019, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler, 
Tessa Blanchard and Rhea Ripley. I think that's actually a great representation of them. I do too. That's a great representation. Yeah. All right, now let's move to the tag team division. Lots of tag teams to talk about here in the world of pro wrestling. Um, and a lot happened here in 2019 with our tag teams across the board. Let's see what we've got in terms of our best tag teams across pro wrestling for the year 2019. Clack, let's start with you. Yeah, top five. Number five, The Revival. Number four, Lucha Bros. Number three, The OC. Number two, New Day Sucks. Number one, <laughs> and as shocking as it's going to be coming from me, those goddamn Young Bucks. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what's happened here at the end of this year, but I feel me, like me, me neither. I feel like the revival has come to Brandon Clack. This is amazing. It's amazing to watch, my lord. All right, uh, Courtney, it's on you. Um, I am gonna go if uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll create an order. Number five, Gorillas of Destiny, still holding it down in New Japan, making that tag team scene work. Number four, their cousins, the Usos. Number three, the New Day. Number two, Pentagon and Phoenix. Number one, the Undisputed Era. Ah, okay. Interesting list. Interesting list. Here's my list uh, in... uh, No, this is in order. This is in order. (laughs) I was wondering. Number five, (laughs) the War, excuse me, Viking Raiders. (laughs) <laughs> number four, the Young Bucks. Number three, the Lucha Brothers. Number two, the New Day. And number one, you can't you can't leave them out. That undisputed era, I tell you. So seems to me like we have a few that are definitely all all of our lists. Undisputed era, I know is on at least two of the lists. The New Day made. All three, I think. Yeah. All three. All three. Um, Lucha Brothers made all three. Young Bucks made all three. So now it's down to the five, the number five spot. Um, who should that belong to? So, so get, get, give us the give us the, the the four that we have in common one more time. Undisputed Era. Uh huh. Now the New Day made. All, matter of fact, the New Day and the Lucha Brothers made. All three of our matter of fact, New Day, Lucha, and Young Bucks, I thought, made all three of our lists. Is that and, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Undisputed Era made two of our lists. Uh-huh. So we're just waiting for that number five spot. Man, of so course I'm always gonna oh, What the heck no? Who who did you um, say? Who'd you say? The the OC. Oh the OC. Um, um hmm. I, I, I definitely don't 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 think so, but I definitely feel like the Uso started out the year hot, and then they disappeared for the last four months of the but, year. But 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 I don't think that's on them though. They can't control that. What do you I mean? They can control. It's not they, on they them. Can, they, they can control. They can control some of their night behavior. Let me get this straight. Do you do you honestly <laughs> think that if they had not had a couple of DUIs on their record? that WWE would have found something for them to do on TV? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's not. Let's also not well, forget I this. Think, the last time they I were on TV, on Monday Night Raw, they were showing us 
booty cream for the revival. Jesus. So, well, that, this that's is because not- DUI. D- DUI means destined until interrupted, and their year got, got interrupted. Well, they definitely got interrupted, and they so, got interrupted from being on this list. So let's see. I, I vote for the War Raiders because the War Raiders, um, they were incredible no. this year. No, no, let me let me make the case. They were NXT Tag Team Champions. They never lost the belts. They ended up giving up the belts when they showed up on Monday Night Raw. They went undefeated on Monday Night Raw until they won the Tag Team Championships. And they had their first loss uh, at Crown Jewel and then another loss this past uh, Monday. Two losses the entire year. The most dominant team on Monday Night Raw, hands down. Nobody was touching. I them. feel like I'd I'd rather make an argument for LAX. Hmm. LAX they who killed, started the year in Impact and uh, killed it. Had an amazing match it. with the, the Lucha the, Brothers. The match they had against we were there for uh, that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was a great match. Incredible match. Um, and then. They spent some time in Impact, did some things in Impact, left Impact, and went to AEW. Uh, they did beat the uh, Young Bucks in AEW, joined up with Chris a- Jericho. Why am I making the case for you? You're supposed to make the case. Yeah. Okay. No, I think I, I, th- I think you're right. I, I, I think I, I like LAX or whatever they're called now. Proud and powerful. And I think, what are they call? Proud and powerful. Yeah, LAX. So, um... <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like they could have a case more than the Viking Raider war machines. Hmm. Clack? Raiders or LAX? Uh, LAX. I don't like that big, thick Viking guy. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fan. Booger. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of them either. I, I just don't even I don't even like their in rework. Wow. And the, yeah, the gimmick is whack, and their promos are awful. Well, their, pro- yep. their promos are pretty bad. All right, so <laughs> they they are. I, hey, I call the spade a spade. All right, so we've got then the New Day, the Lucha Brothers, the Young Bucks, the Undisputed Era, and Proud and Powerful. LAX. All right, cool. Let's get to, and I shouldn't do this as top five, but I will. The top. Uh-oh. The top five promotions of the year. And I'm going to, just for the record, we're going to count Raw and SmackDown separately. So they're going to be their own brand slash promotion, as will NXT, so that we're not lumping all of WWE in in one spot since they all have very different flavors that they're bringing to the game. All right, Clack, you're up first. And we already know who's going to be number one. But then again, we might get shocked. (laughs) We might get shocked. Go ahead. Top five promotions. Number five, the WWE Network. Number four, W. Three. Wait, what, Monday Night Raw. What was, what was number four? Two. Five, WWE Network. Number four, A E W. Number three, Monday Night Raw. Number two, NXT. And at a whopping number one. Okay. All right, Courtney. This list, this this list is so ignorant. It doesn't make sense. Why is 
isn't ignorant. I can defend all five positions, well, especially well, number five. Well, hold on. Let's let's uh, number five two to three times a day. Courtney, you you're up, and then I'll do my list. Go ahead, Courtney. Top five promotions. Okay. Uh, hold on. I'm I'm right right mine down in order really quick so I don't forget anything. Uh, uh, oh my God. Hold on. <laughs> Um, a little unprepared here, huh? <laughs> right. That, oh, sorry. My bad. Okay, here we go. Number five. I'm going with the hometown favorite because of who their commentator is. Southern Honor Wrestling. Yeah. And, and also because they have a really good product. I mean, a really good product. Mm-hmm. Number four. I'm actually going to go with New Japan, and I can defend that. Hmm. Number three. I'm going to go with SmackDown. Number four, I'm going to go with NXT. You mean number two? And number, I mean number two, <laughs> NXT. And <laughs> shut up. And number one, I'm going with AEW. Wow. Why can't he remember I, his numbers? Why can't he count? I don't know. All right, here we go. You know what I'm going to do, GB? Next time he's in Memphis, I'm going to just throw up a random number <laughs> and see if he can remember how to play it. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's going to be funny. Go to the four. He goes to the three. <laughs> All right, here are my top five. And after that, we're, well, here's my top five. Number five, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Number four, my personal favorite, Southern Honor Wrestling. Number three, I can't believe this wasn't on any of your lists, especially you, Courtney. Number three, the NWA. Number two, really choice. Number two, AEW. And for me, the number one promotion of 2019, NXT. Now, man, I forgot about NW. We're going to defend these and put our list together when we come back. And when we come back, we'll also get into the top five moments of the year top five news items of the year and we'll see if we can land on match of the year but let's go into some music speaking of the nwa here's their theme song coming from Dokken. it's called into the fire it's the faction powered by bonnerfide radio hey guys this is gary lamb owner and general manager of southern honor wrestling and you're listening to the newest and hottest podcast out on wrestling the faction
This recap of the remix is sponsored by Domingo Mijo. Born Stanley Martin Lieber in New York City in 1922, Lee entered the comic book world as a teenage assistant in 1939. Stanley Lieber was the Joe Jackson of comic books. Mm. I don't even know how to feel about that. Yeah, I, just, I, I almost think he was greater than a Joe Jackson. I know, ain't nobody greater than Joe Jackson now. Wait a minute. That's when you messed up. No, 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 Why you did that? Why you did that? I don't know why you did that, GB. Why you did that? Stan Lee had a whole universe down in in his head and his in his mind. James. The remix on Bonafide Radio. We hear Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern. Here on Bonafide Radio. Radio the way it's supposed to be. Exclusively on the remix. Don't miss it. Don't miss it at all. We are the faction. Yo, it's not a faction without the facts, son. Welcome back to the faction, and we are getting into the thick of things, but you were just listening to Into the Fire. Let's jump into this last argument we're about to have. Courtney, you want to take it? Uh, GB. Let's let GB. (laughs) (laughs) So when we went to the break, we were itemizing our top five promotions of 2019. And so uh, let's see what we have in common. Um, I felt like AEW was on everybody's list. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. NXT was on everybody's list. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then that's when it gets interesting. So I know New Japan was on Courtney and I. We both had New Japan, right? Y'all can have that. And we both had Southern Honor. Right. So then the question is, I know you had SmackDown on yours, Clack. Did you have SmackDown on yours, Courtney? I did have SmackDown. Oof. All right. So that would be five. So here's the question. Well, NWA is honorable mention. Wait, 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 wait. The question is, do we have any of these we'd like to replace? Ooh. So we. Well, have I mean, eight. if I had to replace one, it would be um, it would probably be uh, SmackDown, because b- post Cody winning the title, I can't remember anything that was as attention grabbing. Say what? I mean, besides their new stage, I can't remember anything that's attention grabbing post Cody winning Kofi winning the uh, the, oh, the, the title. You said Cody, and I was like. Cold, I'm like, is he trying to play Jedi mind tricks with us right now? Like, <laughs> no, post Kofi winning okay. the title, I can't remember anything special. Well, the only special thing that happened on SmackDown outside of Kofi winning the championship, there were two things. One, it was the first night on Fox, um, and then the second thing was the uh, NXT invasion. Um, to me. NWA belongs on this list for a number of reasons. Yeah. Number one, um, I think nobody expected the NWA to have the year that it had. 
Um, it did most of its stuff at the top of the year, partnering with Ring of Honor. They brought back the Crockett Cup in April, but I don't think any of us really took the Crockett Cup seriously. We took the right. NWA seriously when they chose to break away from Ring of Honor, and in October they introduced NWA Power, which none of us expected much from since it was going to be on YouTube. And then we saw the first show, and the wrestling world went crazy. And they remain consistent with their production of NWA Power. Let me tell you another reason they belong on this list. Because of how they handled the Jim Cornette scandal. They handled it succinctly. They made sure they got rid of everything. They put up a new episode. And they proceeded with great wrestling action to where now we're not even talking about the Jim Cornette scandal. And then they followed it with Stu Bennett as the replacement. They had a pay-per-view that sold out. Their next two days of tapings sold out. And they're getting ready to bring back the TV championship in 2020. Right. They're going to have another right. pay-per-view. NWA is firing on all cylinders. Not just that, but look at the talent they brought in. Of course, you have Eli Drake, Ken Anderson. We got Ricky Starks, the question mark. They're building new stars. Melina shows up in the NWA. And you can't forget what happened of course, at the pay-per-view with the, the uh, villain, Marty Skrull, uh, fresh off of Ring of Honor, making his way to the NWA. I think NWA has become the talk of the wrestling world in a place where we thought we'd be talking about AEW and uh, SmackDown. We're talking about NWA. So for me, NWA gets the nod. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree with that. Clyde doesn't care. I yeah, definitely I agree with that. I'm sorry, but I don't. Well, we'll take NWA and replace SmackDown. So, what, what, so, so what, what's the what, wait? Yes. Boy, SmackDown with freaking NWA. Absolutely. And because you both agree on that mess? Absolutely. Yeah. Smack, SmackDown, SmackDown hasn't done it. I hate to say this. SmackDown lost its luster after they lost AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, Shane McMahon. It's not felt the same after. Yeah. Yeah, it just feels like a big money ship. You know, not just that, but, you know, we got excited about the prospect of Eric Bischoff coming on. He got fired in six to eight weeks. Yeah, and who fires him? Oh, Stupid. Well, clearly so. he's been fired before, so that's not a... Yeah, and, and a that thing. was stupid, too. <sighs> Bring back the Bish. Oh, 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 don't do that. That's too oh, close to wow. something else. Uh, Bring right. back the bitch. Let's, let's do this. This is going to get very interesting. Our top five moments of the year. So I also have top five news items of the year. We'll talk about what the differences perhaps are. But the top five moments, and I'm referencing um either anything that may have happened in the ring a wrestling movement uh maybe a personnel change um something that was so significant that you felt like it marked the year um and clack will go to you all right number five bobby lashley and lana's fling mm. number four cody's disrespectful sludgehammer to triple h's throne Number three, The Undertaker on Broken Skull Podcast with the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number two, Ric Flair drunk in Saudi Arabia. And number one, All Things Firefly Funhouse. 
boy. This this is gonna be very very interesting. All right, uh, quite the list actually. Uh, Courtney, go quite ahead. very good list. This is a very good list. Number f- number five, April 6, two thousand nineteen. G one rolls in the Madison Square Garden with Ring of Honor and NWJP. Number four, the women go to jail. Charlotte, Becky, two belts, and Ronda go to jail. Number three, The Invasion, NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. Number number two, Cody and Goldust promos versus each other, and Cody showing up with Dream's favorite. Number one, Kofi Mania. This, man, this is going to show you just how big... 2019 was um it shows you where our values are i actually had six and it was hard to narrow it down oh, to five wow. so i'm gonna i i since courtney already mentioned um new japan to madison square garden which was a huge deal the super card of honor i'm gonna let that stand and i'll go with my other five which is john moxley and his move to new japan and aew um, number well, I don't, I don't really have an order to this. Um, NXT moving to USA and winning the Survivor Series. Um, next on my list is the Women's War Games match. Just that entire situation. Um, also on this list, I've got AEW's launch as a major moment. Um, Kofi Kingston winning the WWE Championship. And last but not least, the women's main event at WrestleMania. First time ever. So here's the problem. I don't think anybody had anything overlapping on their lists. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So I don't even, I don't even know if we are going to try to come up with a top five on this one because I, 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 I don't too, think we hit. We need to. Yeah, it was just too many moments. So let's go to um, let's go to the next one, which are our top five news items of 2019. This one also should be very very interesting. Clack, let's start with you. Number five, ACH going ballistic slash on the faction. Mm-hmm. Four. Mm-hmm. Four, the XF. L. Announcement and the comeback. Hmm. Number three, Batista's Hall of Fame announcement. Number two, the Broken Skull podcast. And number one, the announcement of AEW being alive. Wow. You know what, Clack? You have impressed me on this best of 2019. I promise you. I've, I've really been impressed. I've really been impressed. Courtney, what you got for your top five news items of 2019? Man, listen, that, that was a killer list. Mm-hmm. I want to go with number five. The Usos getting another DUI, another, another, and another. Number four, the women headlining uh, WrestleMania. It was all over today's show. All that news outlets were carrying it. Number three, the rebirth of Wednesday Night Wars. Number two, ACH loses it on social media. Number one, the announcement of AEW. These lists are very interesting. Okay, so here's my number five moment. And and, number five, CM Punk returns to WWE. Number four, (laughs) 
ACH and Jordan Miles against the WWE. Number three, the launch of NWA Power. Number two, AEW's announcement of their TV and streaming deal. And the number one news item of 2019, the world of pro wrestling, WWE moves to Fox. That was huge. Monster move. That was huge. Of course, that created a new show on FS1. Uh, SmackDown goes to primetime. Game-changing, game-changing move. So I'm gonna I'm gonna remove the Usos and I'm gonna put in SmackDown goes to Fox. So if we were compiling the list, at least we got that in there. Well, we definitely have SmackDown going to Fox. We have all three of us had ACH on this list. That was a huge story, though. It really, really was. Um, And so all three of us have mentioned AEW in some way, shape, or form. There was either the launch of AEW or the TV deal. So we can keep those three. Um, what else belongs on that list? Uh, I've got the launch of NWA Power, um, CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, there's been mention of the Broken I, Skull podcast. What else do you guys have? I, man, I, I d- d- just in a, in a real way, the these bro- the br- return of the Broken Skull uh, podcast, man, it feels like he said your name. Uh, it's like he just <laughs> said, hi, Bonner. Oh, that was weird. No. <laughs> Man, uh, but yeah, the return of Broken Skull was huge. But I also think it was huge news for the women to headline Mania. Travesty a, for it to a, be a one in the morning. It was a big huge news, news though. It was a big news item. Clack. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty sold on mine. Uh, the XFL <laughs> was monumental. Uh, ACH, although GB worded his title much better than mine. ACH and Jordan Miles versus the WWE. Uh, but I think we do need to add in Hidden Files faction interview. Because what, and I'm probably interview, spilling too much of the beans. Yeah. Because we got Man. Well, what we, we, we're sitting on that heat right now. We're sitting on that heat. But I, I really think that uh, that Broken Skull podcast. It, it what it did was it gave an entire population of wrestling fans hope. Listen, just to have and, and and maybe it's because I feel like we're in the middle of a rebirth of the WWE network. When I say the rebirth, we got this great sting behind the scenes thing. We have the Undertaker for the first time being interviewed as Mark Callis. Yep. I mean to hear him give some. Um, some 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 uh what what some answers to what happened to the streak him being yep. just knocked unconscious uh i mean that answered a, a a bevy of questions to quote stephen a smith uh so not i think that's that, he admitted he's not from death valley man then uh, i don't know if that was exciting or my heart got ripped out well if that ripped your heart out i ain't no telling how you're gonna feel about the things that goldberg says well, I'm halfway through. I'm at Goldberg part, the part where he talks about he learned that he was headlining in the Georgia Dome while sitting at home watching Thunder. Well, what I you're mean, going to hear is Goldberg is going to say, I mean, I might have lost some matches, but it wasn't like I really lost physically. I lost because of the storyline. 
Is that what he says? And also, screw you, Goldberg. Screw you. <laughs> but, but I get it though. Well, the, but but that's what I was talking about earlier in the show when I said I am not counting wins and losses when it, it comes to a being a top. I can't count wins and losses. I have to count your performance in this glorious business called professional wrestling. I agree. That's how we determine who the best is. Not by your record, but by your performance. By your performance. And for me on this show, I'm interested in hearing everyone else's top five. We have covered top five male performers, top five female performers, top five moments, top five news items. Also, we discussed top five tag teams and top five promotions. Is there any other top five you'd love to see on this show, Brandon? I think the next thing that we have coming up possibly is top five matches. Man, top five matches of the year. There are so many to choose from. Dave Meltzer's given out a few fives. We all have the ones that we value on what's hot to us. Of course, the listeners will have something else. And of course, somebody will name some federation that we've never heard of doing top five things. And so we'll see what that looks like. Absolutely. And it's obviously going to be GB. That's for sure. GB is probably going to come out with something from Evolve or something that, that we've never heard of. But listen, it is what it is. We'd love to hear from you guys. You guys tell us what you think are your top five in any category that we wrote. Write it down in the chat. Write it on social media. Tag us in it. We definitely want to be a part of that conversation with you. It's going to be amazing. I wonder who the Carmelo Anthony is of the wrestling world. Who's the guy should have done? What's that? We should have done top five wrestling Instagram uh, pages. Huh? I think Becky Lynch, if not on Instagram, but her Twitter leads the top. Becky single handedly revamped her whole career. These guys, I'm talking about wrestling botch. I'm talking about those kind of. Oh, those. I think Russell botch leads the way. Here's why Russell Botch grabbed me because Stone Cold used to write up there so much. He did in the beginning, yeah. Stone Cold used to like write, you know, a guy would they would do Super Cell Sunday, and Stone Cold would write some deep wrestling answer on what it was. That's called a pinch nerve dichotomy that normally happens when a suplex hits. Uh, it, you know, in just in a typical Stone Stone Cold way, he gives this great answer. So, I mean, who knows? That's what we should have done. Maybe we'll do it for the next show. The top five. And next week, let me see. Next week, it's on Wednesday is what, Christmas? Oh, yeah. There you go. Man, who knows if there'll be a Christmas edition of the, the, the gifts that we'd like to give wrestling for 2020 in order to make that thing happen. We'll see what happens. Listen, GB's the founder. GB's a father. He's hanging out with Jackson right now, but you know how to reach him. He is on all social media platforms, and he is who he is. Clack, how can they reach you? Brandon J. Clack on everything. I'll holler at you soon. Listen, I am at Courtney Beard on Instagram, at C Major Beard on Twitter, and Courtney Beard on Facebook. I really need to consolidate that. But the only thing you need to know is we are at The Faction Show on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. We are The Faction, the gateway to destiny.